This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Wednesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today I'm answering one of your questions texted into the podcast phone line about how to be loved even in the lowest parts of our type. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is we had a mystical storm this morning. It was about two minutes of intense winds and hail. It was wild and magical and made me feel alive. We also had a text message warning that it was coming and we were able to Google what was happening, but it's crazy to think about how it would feel if we didn't have that technology. Like, what would we think was happening? I think I would think it was a tornado, but then by the time I got even to the basement for safety, it would be over. But it was wild, really fun. The thorn is I had a doctor's appointment today um, and honestly, I was pretty optimistic about it and it just didn't go the way that I had hoped. Um, I just still don't have any answers about what's going on with me and it's pretty frustrating. <laughs> um, we're gonna try some stuff, but ultimately, well, we just don't know what's happening. So we're just gonna experiment on my body. <laughs> my bud is I am teaching a workshop at my co-working space tomorrow and I'm really looking forward to seeing who comes and hopefully meeting some of you. Can't wait. All right, let's get into today's question. First, thank you so much for your valuable, joyful, and important work. Thank you. My question is, I recently saw a post on Instagram about how the Enneagram types manipulate others. Type fours apparently manipulate by quote unquote being temperamental and making others walk on eggshells. This scraped my heart to shreds since my pain point as a type four is that I believe I'm impossible to love due to my temperamental nature that makes people find me too volatile. How do I reconcile this paradox? How do I address the shame this brings up because it's validation of my worst fears? You are beautiful inside and out and I thank you so much for helping me. Thank you for your kind words. Um, Honestly, I'm still a little tender from that doctor's appointment this morning, so your kindness is very nice very appreciated and felt very supportive today. Thank you. Now let's talk about your question. So first recognize that there are people who will love you and probably already do love you, even in the face of you being temperamental. You do not have to be without flaws in order to be loved. I don't think we talk enough about the perfectionism that exists in the type four structure. There's often a sense of pressure to be without flaw. Like in order to be worthy, you need to be different than you are. And it's a lie. 
Also, the perfectionism of four combines that fear of abandonment at times and can create stories in your head. I am temperamental and I, I can't figure out how to not be temperamental right now, then everyone will leave me, which is also not true. I married a temperamental human who at times has made me feel like I need to walk on eggshells and I love him to pieces. I adore everything about him and I love that he's temperamental because it's the same part of his personality that makes him passionate and alive and it's something that's so beautiful and attractive to me. So now that we know that you are 100% lovable as you are without changing, where do we go from here? First is you start with loving yourself. In my book, The Honest Enneagram, I walk you through the honest method. The first step being to honor your strengths. I put this step first because you need a safe place to land. You need to have things that you are proud of yourself for. So do me a favor and take a moment and think of the things that you are proud of. Now, I know that some of you are pouting right now and saying nothing, but that's not true. There's at least one thing. Maybe you're good at schoolwork, or you're a good friend. Maybe you read a lot of books, or you're emotionally aware. Whatever it is, take a moment, write down five things you're proud of yourself for. I'll tell you five things that I love about my type four husband, just in case you need ideas. First, he's romantic. Second, he's passionate about changing the world. Third, he's easy to be around when I'm sad. He never makes me feel like I should be happier. Four, he doesn't shame me or guilt trip me. And five, he is his own person. He doesn't mind doing his own thing and having his own interests. Now, the second part of the honest method is to open your eyes to blind spots. And I think this is the most important part. In my book, I talk about how confidence does not come from knowing your strengths. Confidence comes from being okay with your weaknesses. When you are able to look at the parts of yourself that you don't love, that you're not proud of, that aren't the best, and still like yourself anyway, that is where the magic happens. So I want you to take a moment and consider that many of your greatest strengths are also your blind spots when they are overused or used in the wrong context. For example, being romantic is great in a relationship, but is not a replacement for doing the dishes. Being passionate about changing the world is wonderful, but without taking action on that can be a cause of real stress. Being emotionally in touch is great, but it's not checked with mindfulness and moderation. It can look like being temperamental or volatile. Not shaming can, someone else can come from a place of not wanting to be corrected, even though sometimes that is necessary. And being independent can accidentally bleed into feeling lonely, like no one cares about you because you aren't reaching out to your friends. Now, obviously, this isn't exactly the experience that you're having or even the exact experience that my husband has. It's just an exercise to show you that not only is it normal to have these things about yourself that aren't perfect, but also that they tend to be connected to the part of you that you love the most. So it's not about fixing yourself. It's simply about learning when these strengths are used at the right place, in the right time, and at the right amount. So hopefully at this point, you have a bit more understanding that there is nothing horribly wrong with you, that you are just as human as everyone else. Let's talk specifically about this language of temperamental and making people walk on eggshells. So first I wanna say, I'm sorry that this validated your worst fear. That sucks. But I do think that we can put a pause here 
It did validate that you may be temperamental, but it did not validate that you aren't lovable because of it. So as a reminder, your worth is not dependent on your perfection. You can be loved even in your flaws. In fact, all of us have to be loved in our flaws or no one would ever be loved at all because none of us will ever be flawless. Now, maybe it is an element of your type structure that isn't serving your relationships. And if that's the case, there are a few things that I wanna encourage you to do. First, remember that you are not your Enneagram type. That volatility that comes with the type four structure is not who you are. It's how you've protected yourself so far in life. So the work really isn't about fixing you or fixing your volatility. It's in learning to recognize where you are safe or even to understand what part of yourself you are trying to protect and why. So when our nervous system is calm and at ease, we aren't likely to be volatile. So what happens when your nervous system gets sent into fight or flight mode? What are some common triggers that you experience? Where do you remember experiencing them first in your life? Obviously, this is easier to do with a therapist, and I always remind people that if you don't have insurance and paying out of pocket isn't an option, you can look into something like openpath.com or even betterhelp.com for lower cost options. OpenPath has sliding scale therapists in your area, and BetterHelp is secure therapy done online, and they offer financial aid options. Now, that being said, you want to explore what you are trying to protect and work on reassuring that part of yourself so that each time you are triggered, you are less and less afraid, or at least have some tools for how to respond that serve you better. So maybe for you, it's a fear of abandonment. Where does that come from? So do you have an early childhood experience of feeling cast out or rejected that you need to explore and create space from? Now, the work here isn't that you are going to never be triggered again. Instead, it's remembering why you were experiencing these intense emotions to begin with. It's not usually the person that right, that's like right there in front of you and what they're doing in that exact moment. Typically, these are old feelings of early betrayal that are causing us to feel so intense. So how can you take care of that child in you that is afraid so that the people around you can know that they're safe too? Again, it's not that there is something horribly wrong with you that is beyond the ability to love. Instead, it's about being a safe place for yourself and therefore others because you were learning to heal the wounds that made you feel as though you needed to protect yourself when you aren't in danger. I hope this feels supportive. Thank you for sending in such a vulnerable and lovely question. As always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you. And if you have Enneagram questions, you can text or call them into the podcast phone line linked for you in the show notes. As always, I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.